1: Hi, everybody. This is Alex Mo here for Wisp Business, the podcast. Today, I'm joined by Patrick Gagan, Executive Vice President, Industry Relations for Dairy Farmers of Wisconsin. Patrick, thanks so much for coming on the show today. It's great to be here with you, Alex. All right. So to start us off, can you just briefly explain your role with Dairy Farmers of Wisconsin so folks uh, know a little bit about you?
0: Sure. Well, my background begins in uh, Baraboo, Wisconsin, where I was born and raised and, uh, went to college here in the state of Wisconsin that I, uh, left and, and gained some experience around the country, worked for as an editor for a publication called supermarket news, where I studied the, the, uh, the food industry, uh, from the perspective of people's, uh, bellies and buying habits. And from there, I, uh, joined an advertising and public relations agency here in Madison, and my largest client was the Wisconsin Milk Marketing Board at the time. And I've been with uh, what we now call Dairy Farmers of Wisconsin for 21
1: years. Okay. So many of our listeners have been hearing a lot about the supply chain challenges that so many industries are facing. And I do understand that Wisconsin dairy industry exports a a lot of products. So can you talk about what impacts that these supply chain issues and related challenges may be having on the dairy industry here in the state? Well,
0: sure. I mean, the supply chain issues are are no different for the dairy industry than they are for, for other industries. One day out of every week of dairy production is exported to other parts of the world. So any slowdown um, on the supply chain has a dramatic impact on the dairy industry in Wisconsin. Exports are vital to our our current uh, operations and I think they will become increasingly important to us as we move along. Uh, You know, one of the things that we've seen is that at the beginning of of COVID, we uh, saw consumers increase their purchases of of dairy products at retail in particular, our, our sales went way, way up. We even saw uh, an increase in uh, buying of fluid milk, which as you know, has has been uh, challenged over the last, I'd say quarter century or so, but even fluid milk was a strong seller, specialty cheese was very strong. So any, uh, any change in the supply chain is gonna have a deleterious
1: impact on, on our industry. Yeah, that makes sense. And uh, talking a little more on the importance of exports, we, we, we talked about one particular area of challenge. What about opportunities for maybe reaching new markets? Are there certain areas that Wisconsin dairy or dairy in the U.S. in general is eyeing as a, an area of opportunity?
0: Well, I think exports represent a huge opportunity for the dairy industry here in Wisconsin. We're relatively new at this. We are, you know, we're neophytes really on the export game. And so the sky's the limit in terms of what we can do. Wisconsin is is known around the world for dairy. America's dairy land is known everywhere. Uh, that's why we have so many visitors to the state of Wisconsin to see how we do it here. So I just think that, that prospects are really bright for exports, I mean our cheese, uh, the cheeses that we make in the state of Wisconsin are as good as or better than any in the world. We win more awards than all the other states in the, in the USA win, and we win more awards than any single country. So, and I think people are recognizing that the innovation in the state of Wisconsin is unlike any other area, because in in Europe, for example. People, are the cheesemakers, they have been making the same cheeses and they make them very well, but they've been making them for hundreds of years. And any variation on those cheeses is uh, somewhat frowned upon. So there's a lack of innovation coming out of Europe and consumers are, are interested in new products. They want to try different things. And boy, the Wisconsin cheesemakers have done a tremendous job. A lot of that credit really belongs to the Center for Dairy Research at the University of Wisconsin. And my organization, Dairy Farmers of Wisconsin, provides about half of the budget for the Center for Dairy Research. It's an, an amazing uh, resource for cheesemakers in our state uh, who, you know, if they have a challenge, they call up the Center for Dairy Research. The center uh, may dispatch a, a professor to the cheese factory to help them figure this out. And this is a real benefit to dairy farmers because you know, those dairy cows, they don't take days off. They're producing milk every day. And any kind of slowdown in production, uh, the other on the processing end is a real problem on the farm side. So the Center for Dairy Research is is an organization that not a lot of people know about, but it is, it is a gem for our state.
1: Hmm. Gotcha. And that is really interesting, the point you made about the opportunity for innovation to sort of differentiate ourselves from some of the more legacy cheesemakers out there around the world. also wanted to ask you, you talked about some really interesting trends already. What other trends or recent developments in the global or local cheese market should our listeners know about possibly related to the impacts of the pandemic or, or any other trends that you might like to highlight?
0: Well, I would have to go back to this—the innovation that is going on with our cheese makers. I mean, so we have a lot of cheese who have been, been cheese for generations. I mean, I think um, of a, of a guy like Sid Cook at at uh, Car Valley Cheese. His family, including his father, his uncles, his grandfather—they have more than a thousand years of cheese making experience among them. But they're not tied to doing things one way. They're constantly challenging themselves to come up with new cheeses. And uh, Sid recently won in a, a, a best in show award at a cheese competition in London. Uh, and that was a result of his, his fascination with not only you know cheeses in general, but the science of the cheeses. And so he has been able to develop a number of really interesting cheeses. I don't think over the last 20 years another cheese maker in the world has won more awards than Sid. But, I mean, he's just an example of the, the kind of innovation that's happening in the state of Wisconsin. We've got these generational cheese makers and they don't always wanna do things like dad and grandpa did. And so they go into their, their factories and their, their creameries and they begin to experiment. And so I, I would invite people, consumers to go into the cheese shops, taste the various cheeses because, you know, a good cheesemonger likes nothing more than to talk about, you know, a new cheese or one that he particularly likes. And there are over 600 varieties, types and styles of cheeses that we make in, the, in Wisconsin. So there's plenty of uh, opportunity to taste and, and experiment. Excellent.
1: Well, uh, Patrick, I want to say thanks for coming on the show. Any final thoughts you'd like to leave our listeners with?
0: Uh, you know, one of the things that we didn't talk about, Alex, was the economic impact of the dairy industry. You know, this is a a, a, a large business. And a lot of times we, we're driving down the road and we see cows out in the pasture and we don't think anything of it because it's just part of the everyday scenery of growing up and living in Wisconsin. But when the dairy industry in the state generates $45.6 billion for the state's economy, it's kind of hard to get your head around that. But every one of those cows you see out in pasture, they generate themselves alone $36,000 of an economic impact for the state of Wisconsin. So every one of those cows is important. And I always say that even if you don't live on a farm, even if you've never milked a cow, Wisconsinites are part of the dairy industry because of the economic impact generated by those cows, by those individual dairy farms.
1: Absolutely. Well, those are that's a huge impact, big numbers there. And uh, again, great to have your perspective on some of these really important topics, Patrick. Thanks again for coming on the podcast.
0: Great. Thanks, Alex. I appreciate it.
1: You've been listening to Wisp Business, the podcast. Now stay tuned for our sponsor.
0: Hi, I'm Ben Miller from University Relations here at the University of Wisconsin-Madison, and we're a proud sponsor of WISPolitics and WISBusiness Podcast. Did you know that almost 80% of UW-Madison's in-state students return to live and work in Wisconsin in the years after graduation? And almost half of all UW-Madison alumni are current Wisconsin residents. That's just one way we're driving our economy forward. UW-Madison is working for Wisconsin.